Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Erica Wiederlight, who is a sexual empowerment and dating coach. Eric, how are you doing? I'm so good. I'm very excited to start my morning with you and to talk about all the things. Yeah, yeah, awesome. No, we're excited to have you on, and we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit about yourself and some of the things you like to do for fun, that'd be awesome. Perfect. I love it. So a little bit about myself, as we kind of touched on, is I'm a sexual empowerment and dating coach. And sometimes people are like, what does that mean? (laughs) And what it means is it's helping all the different types of people, all different types of humans to feel confident, embodied, you know, to move past any of their traumas. You know, we all have trauma in different forms to really feel confident, to feel good and to feel like it sounds corny, but to like live their hashtag best life, you know, so that's my intention to help them hold them through that, guide them through that, and to help them bridge that gap. Um, a little bit about me. I love like this stuff. Like, it's so funny. It's, it's my work, but I actually love personal development, which is, you know, it's, <laughs> I'm passionate about it. So even though it's my work, I also love to advance myself through podcasts and books and all of the things. So that's the cliff notes about my work and about me. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love that. And do you have any like, strange hobbies that you want to share with us or Ooh, it's probably um <laughs> not crazily strange um this well I guess this isn't really shock people but this is a sidebar I'm also in addition to a business owner an actress so that it's funny before yeah so before we recorded this I actually was literally two feet away recording a voiceover audition so we keep all the things in the air you know what I mean we keep we, we juggle all the things at once <laughs> Yeah, wait, that is so cool. Tell us about being an actress real quick. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously an interesting journey. Um, Right now with where we are in the world, things are slowly opening, but um, I do primarily a lot of voiceover work because it's easy, you could do it from home. Um, And I'm both uh, SAG-AFTRA and uh, Actors' Equity. So I do stage, film, TV, voiceovers. Um, So kind of, I bounce. You know, I know a lot of my friends more do like, Broadway or musical theater. Um, that's not really my jam, but I bounce in between like, okay, if I got a part in this, I'll do, you know, so I, as you can imagine, I like to free flow with whatever feels good and whatever's up at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love <laughs> it. That's so cool. Thank you. Um, tell me a little bit more about your motivation for being a sexual empowerment and dating coach and also an actress. Yeah. So the motivation between, but it's funny because I think the motivation is now a little bit stronger for the coaching because I see people change and that is so rewarding. I mean, I literally, I'm thinking about even to yesterday, I was with a coaching client and their growth and how much they've changed is like, you cannot put a price tag on it. You know what I mean? It's so rewarding. It's so, like, I'm like, how could I, it's just so, you know, it's so rewarding. It's so gives back and is nourishing. And it's funny because I, um, recently in the last month, I've uh, launched a podcast 
And even seeing that, you know, like obviously my coaching goes much deeper. It's one-on-one and it's, it's rich and all of that stuff. But, but even the podcast, people are like, oh my God, I never thought about this. And that gives me so much peace too, because it's an entryway for people to have these experiences. So I think the biggest motivation is helping people. Also, I think you probably agree with this. It's so much fun being an entrepreneur. I mean, sometimes it drives you absolutely insane. Like, how will I make my next paycheck? You know, it's sometimes there's, you know, ebbs and flows with it. But today it's like, how cool, you know, I got to wake up and do a voiceover audition and now I'm talking to you. You know, it's like, there's so many, it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I completely agree. And that feeling that you get from really helping people become their best self, you know, it's just a fulfillment that you don't get. Like I enjoy a lot of things, but when you can actually see somebody change because of just witnessing it, honestly, but if you had any help at all, it's just awesome. It is. It's so true. It's so true. It's so awesome. Yeah. So I love that. Awesome. Well, tell us about your dreams and goals, just vision for your life in general, as well as your sexual empowerment and dating coach business. Yeah. It's funny because I never, I always, for so many years, I guess since I was like eight years old, I had this like very not closed minded, but like closed idea of what I wanted. And it was like the very traditional acting path, you know, that every or so many actors want you know like I want to win an Emmy or and an Oscar you know like I wanted that trajectory and now it's interesting to not like listen if someone gave it to me I'd be like yes but you know like that's not really the path like I'm like sure but that's not really the path now I think more of the dreams and goals are around this business so yes of course like having consistent clients that feels nourishing but also um I would love more of the speaking route. I'm doing that now, but I would love a huge, like a really big platform for speaking, potentially a book. Um, if we're going crazy, big dreams, I would like my dream dream is to have like a show like Ellen, um, but make it like my version, make it like guests, like, you know, more, I don't want more spiritual, if you will, but more self-helpy, you know, like I would want that to like bringing the self-help world and normalizing it and having it like, every day on air, you know? So I would want like one of, that's like the ultimate vision. Like I would love to be a spiritual personality, if you will, or self-help personality. I love that. I love that. And so when you are thinking about this show, how would the typical episodes go? If you've thought about that. I haven't thought about it too, but I would want, I wouldn't want it to be like too heavy, like dense of like, like I would want it to, you know, cover material and people to walk away with tools and tricks and tips and all of that. But I do like how Ellen like dances in, you know, like I think we'd have to break it up and definitely make it fun, but I would want it to be a fun format that people are excited about. You know, they're like, okay, now we dance and now we do that. You know, like we have these amazing guests. So I would want it to feel like uh, very information-based, but also like fun and like high entertainment value. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. I feel like that's kind of merging your being an actress. With- it is. <laughs> it is. It, and that's my podcast too. It's funny because people are like, oh, it's like, it's information, but it's also like highly entertaining. I'm like, thank you. So we got to mix both of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, what really caused you to take um, the first step towards being a sexual empowerment and dating coach? Yeah. So I, you know, years ago, um, I don't even know that maybe 2013, 2014. And then I officially made it official in 2015. I just had like one of those, like come to Jesus 
fall to your knees type year, you know, like a family member being diagnosed with cancer, friends passing away, dealing with, you know, dealing with personal stuff that all catapulted me, um, getting interested in just like self-help and, um, with the cancer diagnosis from my mom, um, she was diagnosed with cancer. And so I was very obsessed with like holistic health and how I could help her with that. And that kind of snowballed, you know what I mean? Like the holistic health started then, oh, I'm interested in coaching and it all, and it's funny. Cause I was very resistant to it. I'm like, I don't want to start a business. This is just like a side, side hobby. And you know, the deal, like it snowballed. And then, so I was doing that like traditional coaching and helping people through that for a few years. And I was like something I'm not fully there yet. Like I was like, I know I'm, I know I'm helping people, but I know I haven't landed. And then I like, quote unquote, accidentally took some of these classes and I was like, ah, this is, this is where it is. And then I was more intentional of like, okay, I need to be certified, you know, with trauma and this specific thing. So it's funny, this whole thing was quote unquote accidental, but it wasn't, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And when I ask this question, I get a decent chunk of answers, but usually it's that you went to a place that like wasn't the best and through that adversity, something really beautiful came out. Which exactly. Is- That's exact. like exact. And I, I never, I just in the time wanted to get through it. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I let's just get through this moment. And I like, I just want to be okay. And then something it's kind of crazy got birthed from, from this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love it. Well, if there were one or two people that you could meet right now, or one or two types of people that you could meet right now that would really help you take the next step towards getting to that show like Ellen and getting a bigger platform for speaking, who would they be and how would they help you? Yeah, I would want someone who believes in my message because I, you know, being in this world, I know a lot of people that have pitched to you know, Oprah and people like that. And sometimes people are like, that's too much. That's too weird. You know, it's a little bit edgy, even though when we start talking about it, it's not even really that edgy, but you know, it's like, oh my God, what does that mean? Sexual empowerment. You know, it comes like, ah, you know, so I would want someone that like understands what I do and would be a voice for me, um, or have my back when like pretend going into a room of producers or something They're like no 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 like let her explain you know I vouch for her I vouch for this work so I would want I guess I would want my two people to like really understand what my vision is and not even understand it be like yes I see that I support it and have people that are not only like give me the green light but are collaborative and they're like I yeah we should do this yeah like I would want them to you know almost be like I see this and this could be a a great new thing in the market that we haven't seen before gotcha so if any any listeners of those people by by all means <laughs> yeah i love that well tell us a little bit more about the actual sexual empowerment and dating coaching like is it specific to that or do you kind of branch out because i know you said you're certified trauma and stuff like that so tell us more about how the coaching actually goes yeah. So it's, it is, it's funny. It is forever. That's why everyone's like, Oh, that's not for me. And I'm like, I promise it is for everyone. Cause when you go, you know, the deal, you walk into the room or you walk into the zoom room and we start talking about one thing and then other things expand, you know, it's like people will walk in and be like, Oh, relationships. But then three sessions later, we'll see they have a funky relationship with money, you know? So I just got niche so people can walk in the room and hear it, you know? And that's the issue I had when I was just a life coach is people were like, I was like, I can help change your life. And they're like, yeah, okay. You know, it was like too broad. So this, I kind of narrowed in and we walk in the room and all the, all the things kind of 
can be looked at and, you know, held and loved and all that. But what it is, is I work it with people like really intensely. Um, and I hold them in a container. I don't really usually do one-off sessions. I usually do like six months at a time and we go in, we do sessions, we do check-ins, um, through zoom, through virtual, uh, through the phone, all the, all the things, all the things, um, <laughs> to hold them during whatever is going on. So that may be sexual empowerment. Maybe they had a trauma and they're healing from that trauma. And they, you know, that might be one, maybe it's, I have no confidence. I really hate myself. That may be another issue. Um, dating, um, or I am with a partner and there's stuff coming up and I'm triggered or like, just, I just want to feel more confident. So there's many areas that people walk originally walk in the room for, you know, for help with, I'm dealing with a breakup. Um, I want to go out and date. Um, I'm already dating, whatever, whatever, you know, that's why it's funny. I'm like, it really is for all people, <laughs> you know, like, it's like the secret, like wink, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I love how you niche down just to kind of get people in the door. Yes. Um, but I had to. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You definitely have to. It's just a very um, big need. It's actually something because I am um, starting my like coaching thing because as you can tell by this podcast, I love helping people with their dreams and goals, mm -hmm. but I'm thinking about how to niche down because I'm like, it's very needed. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And you know, the deal It's like, people can't hear you when, and I remember people telling me that like in business, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they can't hear it. Some, sometimes, you know, there's obviously always, you know, exceptions, but they can't hear it if it's too broad. When I was like, I'm a life coach. They're like, okay, anyway, you know, but now they're like, oh, I hear this. You know what I mean? Like I hear this. And I understand it. And like, can I fit with this? So yeah, exactly. You hit the nail on the head. Like what is my specific special sauce? And obviously I'll bounce in between many areas, but so people can hear it. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Is there any other people, specific people or type of people that you would want to meet, or it's just that collaborative supportive person? I think, well, I probably have a list of people, but I think for now with that specific dream, it would be those collaborative people that would get behind me you know what I mean and also there's so, like I could go into like celebrities and stuff but I'm like eh like yeah. that I would want to meet but I'm like eh you know like I think that would be the type of people that that I would that would be ideal gotcha I love it I love it well name the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to really help you accomplish your dreams oh that's so good you know I think it's the helping me get and this is probably you know good if I, you know, have accountability on this is like, keep coming back to this dream. Cause I think it's really easy to get in the short goals, which is great. We need that like to pay rent and stuff, you know, pay rent and mortgages and all the things. Like I think I get very lost in the, okay, I need to now bring in five new clients or that, you know, like, which is great. And I love that. And I love doing that, but I think it's very easy for me and probably all people to very, you know, get very zoned in on the here and now, which again, there's a huge piece of importance of that. But I think for all the other people, like the regular people, if you will, I think I would need accountability. Like keep like, yes, keep making sure you get those five new clients and yes, make sure you release your episode of your podcast this week. Like, yes, do the things you have to do right now. But I think they would remind me like spend time every week or every month, like dreaming up that thing. And even if it's like, can you plant seeds right now? Cause I think I can get very micro. So I think I would want accountability with like, keep doing the micro to survive, but like, remember, like start planting seeds for the macro. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. That's a good question. I'm like, I should ask for support around that now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to ask my support system. I'm like, Hey, can you do this for me? <laughs> yeah. 
with, uh, so accountability with paying attention to the macro. Totally. Yep. I think that's a thing I can sometimes override. I love it. I love it. And is the macro specifically in relation to the show like Ellen? I think so. I think, I think it is, or it's like, I think I just need time to like give myself time to dream it up. Cause right now it's so, I need those five clients. We need to hit this number. It's like very much in that, in that zone where it's like, okay, yes, the show, but it also could be, um, do you want to write a book? If you want to write a book, what's that timeline? You know, like, I think I need to be in dreamland a little bit more, like even like once a week, like sit down for 15 minutes and be like, okay, I do want to write a book or, okay, I do want to do, I don't think I do want to do Ted talk, but, um, (laughs) but something like that, like you do want to do these things like, okay, what are the, I think I need to get better at planting those seeds for those bigger things. And, you know, life unravels as it does, but I think it's, it feels like there's need some concentration on that, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever read the book, Who, Not How? No, actually. It is a fantastic book. And really? I think, I think you'll really enjoy it. And I also think it'll really help you out. I would say, ask yourself two questions when you're like moving forward. It's like, one, with your book and with Ellen, talk, like identify your genius zone is what the book talks about. And that's how yes. you can be a who for other people. But then it's like, if you find yourself procrastinating with certain parts of these things, be like, okay, who can I meet that can really automate me getting five more clients? If my genius zone is coaching, but not necessarily attracting the clients, who can I meet to attract the clients? Who can I meet to like do the research for the book that needs to be done? And who can I meet to like reach out to producers about this show or who can I meet to pitch ideas with or, you know, whatever it may be. That's so good. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Cause I was like, those are such interesting questions that you're like, who would support you? Who were usually it's like how or what, you know? So it's like, what will you be? How will you show up? You know, it's, which is great. There's a space for that, but I'm like, oh, who, you know, like I never even, and that takes so much pressure off. Cause how feels sometimes feels so hard you know (laughs) (laughs) it's actually so funny I feel like I'm gonna talk about this every podcast but um who not how talks about procrastination and how procrastination is a good thing if you Mm. use it correctly and it's saying usually if you procrastinate you don't learn anything from it it's horrible it's bad it's gonna wreck your motivation it's just a negative cycle but if you listen to the wisdom in procrastination and realize that um there's something inherent in you that is rejecting the activity that you need to be doing. And Mm -hmm. so instead of just forcing yourself to do that activity, you need to ask yourself who you need to meet that really loves that activity like you love being in your genius zone. And when you find somebody who that activity is their genius zone, everything starts to work out. That's so cool. I can't wait to get this book now. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm like, I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, of course. I'm trying to... um, like that's where I want my niche to be, but I'm trying to figure out how to like put it in words and niche. Yes. Yeah, you're I'm like, not. what is that? How do I explain that? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And our first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Yes. Okay, book. I'll do books because I think that's my 
you know what? I lied. I, cause I was, I was thinking about this before and I was like, what is my favorite? And I'm such a book junkie. I try to read a book a week. So there's no way I can possibly boil it down. So I will say movie, which is shocking. And this is very basic and I'm very embarrassed to admit this <laughs> to the public, but I love, okay. There's a reason why. And I'll tell the brief tale why my favorite movie is, and don't judge me is eat, pray, love. And I know that's the most basic thing you've ever heard in your entire life. <laughs> but there's a reason I think it like I'm like I'm so embarrassed to admit this but there um I remember reading it before I was really kind of on this journey and I felt kind of like what you're talking about like that like push pull so I was like I know there's something in here and so I know now I'm talking about the, the book so whatever but book movie but I remember when I was reading the book I was like there's and Elizabeth Gilbert actually is a phenomenal writer um she wrote Big Magic uh just she's an amazing 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 writer um about spiritual things and just in general and um I remember reading the book and I wasn't quite ready but I was like on the precipice of it and I remember I was having these like experiences if you will like I would have these like deep meditations and then I'd be scared and I'd pop out of it and go back to real life you know what I mean so it's that's why it's it's not just because I'm like I love eat pray love and so basic I'm like it meant something to me because I felt like whatever it was whatever in the world was was like hey we got you and I just wasn't ready yet but they were like it's okay like I don't it it's almost like a it represents like a beacon of hope for me. And I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. It's like the corniest thing that, but it's like, it was there for me being like, when you're ready, we have a whole world open to you. Um, and I love it too, because it's Italy. I'm Italian. Like, I love that it had that flavor. It wasn't just like spirit, like traditionally spiritual, like in Bali and in India. Like, I love that that had those pieces, but I love that it also had Italy. And like, I loved, you know, the different flavors of it, but it did represent something like I wasn't quite ready to start the spiritual journey, but it was like a dangling carrot. Like when you want this, you will, it will be available for you. So corny, that. but that's my thing. <laughs> a little bit corny, but I think I loved it no. more than I hated the corniness. So. Perfect. All right. We'll take it then. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. What is one way you like to take care of yourself? Ooh, <sighs> lots of ways. Um, something that I always suggest to my clients is asking, what do I need? Because I guess my flavors, you know, all of our flavors and textures change throughout the day, you know, what's going, depending on what's going on. So I could say like reading, what, you know, watching a movie, uh, being in a bath. But I think the thing that I always try to ask myself throughout the day is like checking in, maybe putting a hand on my heart, being like, what do I need right now? What do I need right now? What do I need right now? Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. And do you ever hit a moment where you're not in touch with what you need and you just don't know the answer? Oh, all the time. And that's what, because especially doing this work, it's like, can be counterintuitive, you know, like I'm doing this deep work, I'm doing this deep work, but then we're on the entrepreneur side, you know, like I said, I just started the morning doing a voiceover audition now I'm here and then it like, like you could get easily taken. And even though it's fun, the entrepreneurial journey, like it's like, oh, there's a high of doing 107 things a day it can spiral you out a little bit. You know what I mean? Of like, oh my God, it's 3 p.m. And I did not even check in with myself today. So it's, I like, I have actually notifications on my phone to like remind me because it's so easy to be like, I'm gonna go to this podcast, I'm gonna teach this class, I'm gonna go to this client. Like it's easy to get out of yourself. So the long version is yes. And I have to get good. I try to bring myself back time and time again. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, what is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it 
to really make big moves towards that show and mm. getting your business and speaking platform to the place you want it to be? I love that question. I, you know, I have a hundred uh, accountability buddies and because I have a hundred, it's easy to, you know, oh, I'll see you next time. Oh, I'll see you in four weeks. Like, I think the impulse was there was good, you know, like to talk to so many different people about business, but because it, it wasn't like my ride or die, like they kind of dissipated. So I'm wondering, this is bringing up a lot of good stuff for me. I'm like, maybe I really stick with one person and it's like a non-negotiable. We meet every week. You know what I mean? Instead of it being like, so, oh, whatever. And I wonder if to them, yes, I'll talk about the little things. Like I want to do this and this and this right now, but I wonder if I'm, I tell them like, the boundary of please remind me like please hold space for me how I could do the bigger thing you know what I mean I'm wondering if that's I can kind of hand that to my accountability buddy for them to keep me accountable for that yeah absolutely I love it and having the one ride or die is so important because like you said it's easy for so many relationships to dissipate because you go width wise but you don't go depth wise yes like it's harder but it does Awesome. Well, this wasn't in the questions I sent you, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Please. Okay? Yeah, of course. <laughs> awesome. So you know how people um, have a fixed mindset yes. or they don't want help or they don't think that they can grow. People are kind of stuck in that. I'm just stuck. And then you have people that have a growth mindset and embrace growth, embrace help. And then you have people that change from having a fixed mindset and not accepting help to having a growth mindset and accepting help. Yeah. What is the catalyst in your opinion that brings people from fixed mindset, not accepting help to growth mindset, asking and receiving help? Yeah, that's such a good question. I think there's so many ways I hate this word, but plans of attack, you know, like there's a lot of different options for us to get in, but because I know this, because this is my body of work, I think coaching therapy, some having someone, you have to get them in the door, of course, but once they're in the door, if you have a good coach, they can hold you through that because being a good coach, you have to hold people's triggers and their, you know, objections. They're going to be like, I don't believe in this. I don't. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. You know, so, and that's part of the reasons why I I don't do one-off sessions because I know I'm taking people through a deep journey. They're going to be triggered. They're going to resist. They're going to have objections. So that's why I'm like six months minimum. So I'm like, all right, today, like, let me gently hold you through this. You know, you can't, like you said, you can't pull, pull and push people if they feel like they're not ready. So I think getting in front of someone that can hold you and that's okay with you throwing a fit. You know what I mean? Because we all do throw a fit sometimes. Sometimes we're like, I don't want to, or I don't want this. So I think you have to be with someone, have someone that holds space for you. That's okay if you throw a fit. And they're like, no problem. That's okay, you're throwing a fit. Let's move on. You know what I mean? Like, I think that needs to be um, a safe space, if you will. And again, there's many options to for change to happen. But I think this is, because I do this every day, I think that is a good option is a really good coach that is cool with you throwing objections left and right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So I guess follow-up question to that, say you can't even get them in the door. Right. To be able to have that space held for them. What is the catalyst that gets them 
in the door. I think it has to, well, you know, it has to happen from themselves. You know what I mean? Like I can, and that's sometimes like with clients too, I'm like, they're in the door, but the objections take so long. Like, I'm like, I could do so much work, but it's a collaborative effort. And that's, you know, in coaching with clients that want to do the work, like it's a, like I can do 177%, but it's their, it's their shtick. You know what I mean? Like I can go in there and give, you know, send all the things and do all the things, but it's, it's, it is up to them. Um, I'm there holding them, supporting them, cheering them on, but they need to make the change. So I think it's a desire to change. So I think it's like, you know, if they have a come to Jesus moment or a fall to your knees moment, you know, that may be a catalyst, you know, for like, okay, like I, I do want to make a change. Um, I think they just need the desire to have a change and then also be around supportive people who understand, you know, cause if they're like, Oh my God, I can't do this anymore. And they voice that and they're around supportive people that are like, yeah, why don't you hire a coach? Yeah. Why don't you hire a therapist? Great. But if they're around people that are like, Oh, that's dumb. You're fine. You know, that shuts down and it's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't need, that's so stupid. I don't need to pay someone. That's so dumb. I'm fine. My life is fine. So it's, you know, it's like, I think the desire needs to be there, but then they also need to be in a safe space where people are green like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that answer. I'm asking because I have a big life goal of once I'm hitting financial freedom here in the next couple of years, um, spending the rest of my life helping people get out of poverty and like helping them build wealth and helping them really like grow. But I know like if I want to do that around the world, I'm going to run into some people that are kind of stuck and aren't willing to change. Totally. And I'm trying to figure out how to set up an environment, set up a community, set up support systems that make it easier for them to change than to stay the same. Yes. Yes. I know in Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about changing habits that way, like making it easier to do the proactive habit than to do what you used to do and making it satisfying and all that good stuff that he talks about. So I'm just always trying to figure out an answer to that question. Right. And I think it's cool. I think another piece of this, now that I know the specifics, like I think a big piece is seeing people be okay in a similar community. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times people are scared to change because it's like, I don't feel safe. Like it hits a primal okay, like it sounds great to have money, but like, I'm scared. First of all, like, that's like primal. Like, will I be kicked out of my, you know, village, if you will, will I be rejected? Will I, you know, it brings up a lot of primal fears. So I wonder if there's like, if they see someone close to them thriving and safe, maybe it's like, oh, oh, okay. I will also be safe. But you know, it's like when you go into a new community and it's like, I'm going to change your life. They're like, that's okay. You know, like I'm, though I'm not, so happy right now like I'm surviving like like this is too ah like you're scaring me you know what I mean so maybe they would need to see examples of people similar like okay they're not they're not dying you know what I mean and they're they're thriving so I think that's also another component I love that that is something I have never thought about so thank you yeah you're (laughs) welcome (laughs) awesome well Erica is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off yeah, I just want to, you know, remind people, um, you know, we talked a lot about coaching and therapy and all the things, you know, just help helping, you know, yourself. And I think it's really easy to put 
this conversation on the back burner. Like it's really easy to listen, which is great that people are, you know, listening to pot, like I'm celebrating all the listeners that you're even taking this step. Like that's huge. Um, and I encourage to continue because I know it's easy to listen to a podcast and be like, anyway, you know, I, I, anyway. And so like, this is your life, you know, it sounds corny there. This is not the dress rehearsal, you know, like this is we have today, you know, like that's all we have, you know, like we have this moment. So I would encourage if you feel any pull to live a little bit more of a richer life or, you know, feel more confident or whatever you're the thing you want, I would encourage people to get help, reach out. They have both of us, you know what I mean? Like there's resources that they have. Um, and I know both of us, you know, want to support people and help people. So, um, I guess don't sleep on, on you, even though it's easy to put on the back burner, like don't sleep on you. So that's my last little parting advice, if you will. Awesome. Don't sleep on you. You guys heard it here. (laughs) Um, Erica, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah, of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Erica had to say, you really vibed with her coaching practice and just her motivation behind it and the results that she's getting, both herself and the people in her life, make sure to reach out to her, contact her. The links to do so will be in the show notes. I'm sure you can go schedule a 60, is it a 60 minute call? Yeah. And it's totally free. And I only open up a few a month and then I close them. So if you like what I put down, even if you're like, I'm just interested, it's free. Definitely go to my website and schedule that free 60 minute session. Yep. Absolutely. Well, there we go. Uh, the website will be in the show notes. Make sure to go to it. As we always ask, send this episode to one to two people, you know, need to hear this message. Maybe they need Erica's coaching in their life and they want to just honestly be their better self in whatever way that means. And Erica's here to help with that. So thank you guys for listening. Erica, thank you for coming on the show. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.